as Jesus was about to leave the city of Jericho, a blind man hears that the master and a large crowd are passing by and recognizes a golden opportunity there. That blind man, needy man, could sense that there was none like Jesus. In his heart of hearts, he knew that around the corner, there was something unique, a kind of power far greater than the powers of this world. So he takes a leap of faith, he uses his momentum and cries out to him, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. Son of David, this expression appears in the three synoptic gospels in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. It means, O prophet, O wonder worker, have pity on me. The man is blind, but he sees with his heart. He perceives in the very core of his soul that Yeshua, the Savior, had the power to change his life. In his remarkable homily for the inauguration of his pontificate on October 1978, St. John Paul II said, and I quote, Brothers and sisters, do not be afraid to welcome Christ and accept his power. The power of the Lord responds to the whole depths of the human person, to our highest aspirations. Open, I say, open wide the doors to Christ. To his saving power, open the boundaries. Be not afraid. Christ knows that which is in man. He alone knows it. End of quote. <laughs> so, my brothers and sisters, Christ knows us. We are not anonymous. We are not nameless to Christ. Actually, in the gospel, Uh, uh, the Gospel of, of Mark records the name of that blind man on the side of the road, Bartimaeus, Bartimaeus, which in a Greek translation can mean honorable son, honorable son. What a, a meaningful, a meaningful thing, isn't it? Like he wasn't a nobody. Even if he wasn't able to see, he was seen by God as a, an, an honorable son. And the Lord had a plan for him to move him from the outskirts to the center of his and everybody else's attention. An honorable son who wasn't being honored though. Actually, people wanted to shut him down. And the exciting thing is that the more people try to shut him off, the more he calls out all the louder, full of trust, Jesus, have pity on me. So Jesus slows down, stops, and asks him, What do you want? What do you want me to do for you? This is very remarkable, by the way. In the Gospel, There is no one who cries out to Jesus and is not heard. A cry from the soul out of the depths triggers a response from on high. Upon hearing him shout, Jesus calls him and talks to him. Jesus 
dialogues to, with him. And it is moving to see that Jesus calls an unready and impaired man who is still blind to come to him. It's like, come as you are, come just the way you are. Some people sometimes come and tell me that when they commit some sins, especially grave sins, they stop praying. They get, I don't know, ashamed, embarrassed, or afraid of God. So they gradually stand apart, blinded, until they cut off the only source that could feed them, the only source that could get them back on track, which is closeness, proximity to God. At the end of the gospel uh, we read today, the gospel account, the man, the blind man, was healed and he ended up following Jesus on the way. He became a disciple. However, his discipleship process began when he was called to draw near to Jesus. First and foremost, we need to be drawn closer to him. So, I tell you today, my brother, my sister, take courage. Jesus is calling you. Approach him with your blindness. Approach him with your brokenness. Approach him with your unreadiness, your awkwardness. How will you be fixed if you run away from the doctor? In the Eastern Christian traditions, the cry of Bartimaeus, with some variations, of course, has been extended and has become known as, as the Jesus Prayer. You know, it's a typical prayer from the Eastern, the Christian East, you know. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. In a book from the 19th century, well known in Christian literature, called A Way of a Pilgrim, we follow the journey of a pilgrim who wanders through the roads of Russia, wishing to grow in his spiritual life by repeating and deepening the meaning of, of this prayer, of the Jesus prayer. In a, at a certain point, he testifies, and I quote, I felt while, like, while reciting this prayer, uh, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner, he says, I felt a slight pain in the heart and such love toward Jesus Christ that I wished I could throw myself at his feet, lovingly embrace them, and thank him for his great consolation which he gives in his mercy and love to his unworthy and sinful creatures through his name. As we pronounce the name of Jesus, the name of our, our salvation, Jesus, Yeshua, we actualize this experience of salvation. And he continues, I experienced a kind of blessed warmth in the heart, which spread throughout my whole chest. End of quote. When we find ourselves in the midst of trials, uh, we dare to invoke so many names, you know, uh, like uh, we speed dial 
this or that person, our best friends, but we often forget to invoke the name of Jesus. And we end up losing so many battles because we don't plead his power and his salvation. So it is also interesting that the same group of people that used to be bothered and disturbed by the man's cry is turned into a community that and the end of the day they encourage the man to answer to the Lord's call take courage Jesus is calling you actually Jesus also wants to heal the blindness of our indifference a man who'd been a burden can become a an honorable son a woman who had been a burden can become an honorable daughter honorable sons and daughters in our eyes to the point that we will want to get involved and say go be brave Jesus is calling you go notice that all this takes place in the sinful city of Jericho which is itself a parable of our distance from God of our enmities with God. There's blindness all around, not just physical blindness, but a spiritual one that causes in us insensitivity to God and insensitivity to the pains of others who cry out on the roads of our city. Often this cry is silent. We cannot hear it. We can only see. But how can we see? if we are blind ourselves, folded in on ourselves. Here and now, we can expose our blindnesses to the Lord and ask with all our hearts, Master, I want to see. Master, I want to see. And upon our cry, Jesus will call us back. He will pick us up from the roadside, restore our sight, and make us his disciples, able to follow him. Yes, the Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. Those who sow in tears shall reap rejoicing. Amen.